All right, now joined on the line by head coach at Frostburg State, Delane Fitzgerald. The Bobcats off to a 5-1 start, including five in a row. And really, Coach, just a hair's breadth away from 6-0. Give us your thoughts on the start. You know, I guess it's the start, but we're almost midway um, of the Bobcats so far. As a coaching staff in a football program, we're happy with the start. Uh, Adam being being five and one beats the heck out of being one and five. So we'll, we'll take it for right now. And, and you're right, we're real close to being six and zero. Oh. You look at this league across the board, and we're talking, uh, you know, talking to Coach Kirkland about um, all of the games, the close games that they've been in. You've been involved in a lot of those close games as well. What's been the difference to come on the right side of those competitive um, games this year? And for preparation, our young men do a nice job of getting ready to play each week. And then, Adam, how hard they play for each other. Um, our, there's 135 players currently in this football program, and they hold themselves accountable so that our, us as a coaching staff don't have to do it. We just get to coach them. Um, but they play extremely hard for each other, and they play together. When, when things go bad for us, we, we don't fray, and there's no arguing or bickering or throwing helmets. And then when things go well for us, you know, it's really easy to stay together. Top-ranked scoring defense in the league. What's been the key to success there? Yeah, it's a combination of things. We're huddling on offense, so so we're we're draining the clock a little bit and speeding games up and keeping our defense off of the field. So our offense is doing that part by moving the football and converting first downs and keeping the football away from other offenses. And then you turn around on the defensive, and we're playing gap cancel, and our defensive line and linebackers are running to the football with a reckless abandon and playing extremely hard. And our DBs have done their job every game this year. When we talk about, you know, changing divisions and, and all of that stuff, how much um, is the success just an attitude that is in your program that expects to be victorious, whether you're playing Division Three, Division Two, Division One, you go out and you guys expect to win? How much is that a role in your success so far? Yeah, we, we, we expect to be successful each and every week. Um, uh, if we were playing the New England Patriots this Sunday, uh, by about Thursday or Friday, everybody in our football program would be convinced that if we played as hard as we possibly can play and execute, that we were going to be successful that Sunday. And it's, it's kind of the way we are. Um, Adam, I'd have to tell you this one, the preseason poll picking us ninth didn't do anybody in the conference any favors. <laughs> They, they they would have probably been better off to have written a bad article about our mothers. <laughs> um, what are you seeing so far um, on Charleston? What are the kind of problems that they present um, uh, from a matchup standpoint? Yeah, the, the problem is this. They've got the best wide receiver in the conference, and he, he's surrounded by two or three, probably the second-best receivers in the conference. Um, that we, we laughed as we were watching film. They're, they're second, third, and fourth uh, top best receivers in, in their football program would not only start for the other programs in the conference, they'd be the number one receiver at, at a bunch of those places. So whoever's evaluating wideouts there is doing a great job with it. Um, Fifth-year starter quarterback, and he knows the system is, is – as well as a kid can know it because he's been running it for five straight years. Um, they do a nice job of not letting him get hit and letting him stand there and throw the football. And then he's done a good job for them of not turning the football over. From an overall um, from an overall program standpoint, I would say this. Um, Pat Kirkland's been there going on a decade now, and he does a nice job of bringing long, strong kids in, and they redshirt them and – you know, five years later, they're playing with 22- and 23-year-olds. 
What about the Thursday night, the atmosphere, the television audience? What kind of opportunity is that for you and your program? Yeah, if, if, if you play, if, if we play well, um, <laughs> you, you know, it's a, it's a great front porch to our university. If we play well and we represent the university the way we're capable of, um, it's great publicity. Um, I, 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 some of those big words that, that I don't understand and can't pronounce, um, but but it's going to give a lot of attention to this university that we wouldn't get by playing at lunchtime on a Saturday when it's not a TV game. Um, the atmosphere, football is important. In Allegheny County, Maryland, and in Cumberland and Frostburg specifically, football is really, really important. So it'll be well attended. and There'll be a lot of people here decked out in red on Saturday. Saturday. Um, and then what are they doing now? They got nine watch parties go- going on in, um, in Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. There'll be a lot of people watching. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, other questions uh, for, for Coach? Hey, Coach. This is Derek Red of the Charleston Gazette Mail. How are you doing today? Hey, Derek. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. Hey, when you, when you guys kind of looked at the landscape of the MEC and kind of as, as, as you know, as uh, guys making their maiden voyage into the conference, what is it that you felt early on was going to help you hit the ground running as a program here? And, and what do you feel? And has there been anything that you've been able to do that surprised you in, 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 in doing it so quickly? Derek, real quick one now. I was on the Glenville staff in 2000, in okay. the spring of 2000. So you guys are looking for storylines. Here's a storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and Pat Kirkland and J.C. McDonald, our offensive coordinator, were all on the same staff at Glenville State in 2000. And and I was only there for spring. You know, I, I, I missed the stoplights and concrete, so I got out of Glenville as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but but in in my time in in my I always smile about this. Paul Schaffner hired us all, and Greg Bamberger was his first hire, who's now the athletic director at Kutztown. And then he mm-hmm. hired Pat, and then he hired me, and then he hired Jim Catanzaro. We all ended up being college head coaches. So Paul mm-hmm. Schaffner knew what he was doing. So on on the MEC, I go back to when it was the Weeviac in 2000. Mm-hmm. So, so I've, I've been a fan, and, and I've watched it kind of develop. The football is a ton better now than it was 18, 19 years ago. I remember back then everybody used to talk about how how – Fairmont had an unfair advantage because they had 19 scholarships, and Mm -hmm. everybody else only had 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. Well, now most of the teams in the conference have 30-plus scholarships. So the quality of football has improved a bunch. Now, on you asking me, you know, what, what I expected, we didn't have any idea what to expect because we hadn't played any of the teams in the MEC, and we hadn't even seen them on film. But I did my research, and I asked the three outgoing coaches, you know, the Shepherd staff and the Virginia Mm -hmm. Wise staff and then Dale Smith at West Virginia Wesley, and I got them all together and just started asking questions. Hey, what do I expect? What do I expect? And here's what they told me. It's a defensive line league, and the defensive lines on each team are really, really good. And if you have a quarterback in the league, you have an opportunity to be successful. And then mm-hmm. they told me this. They said, you know, the, and it doesn't apply to this Thursday night because Charleston has dudes at wide receiver. But they said the wide receivers and the skill guys in the conference were just above average. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's kind of what we went on and what we knew going in. Um, mm-hmm. I would say this, and, and I'm, I'm talking too much to you, but I would tell you this. Mm-hmm. A football team, if you can get 75 guys dressed out at a home game or an away game, and you can get all 75 of those 18- to 22-year-old young men working in the same direction Mm -hmm. and playing hard for each other and and playing selflessly, 
you know, not caring who gets the credit, just doing their job, you can be successful no matter what level you're playing. Yeah. Now, um, Pat Kirkland was saying a little bit earlier that one of the one of the strengths of your guys' defense has been the ability to keep big plays from happening, home run home run plays from happening. Now, like, and you've been talking, you were just talking a little bit earlier about what Russell is able to do, what Strawn is able to do, and what the rest of the wide receiver group is able to do. How tough do you think it will be this this Thursday to kind of keep the home runs at a minimum when you have a, a team, especially with a passing game, that can hit home runs? Yeah, if they throw bombs over Baghdad to number one three or four times and he catches them for touchdowns, we're in trouble on Thursday night. But but you're you're right, and I haven't thought much about that. What we do best defensively is what they do best offensively. So it'll, it'll be a little bit of a battle of wheels there. Now, now we're 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 not as good in, in pass defense as we need to be. We need to have our best pass defense game Thursday night. But here's what we do well: is we rush the passer and get pressure on the passer. And if you can make a quarterback move his feet, well, he can't set his feet and throw it. 50 yards if he's on the move. All of a sudden, his 50-yard throws become, you know, 25- and 35-yard throws, which is what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And does that also speak to what you, your ability? Like you said, it's a defensive line league. Do you think that speaks to, you know, speaks to your ability in, in being an effective defensive line and, and getting with the quarterback? Yeah, I think we have three defensive linemen that can play with anybody in this conference, and Zach Strain and Carl Igwe and uh, Walter Riley. Um, after that, we, you know, right now we're we're still mostly a Division three program, so we have a little, we have a, we have some depth issues there. Um, we we have freshmen that are playing up front, and Leonard Scott and Robert Horsey, um, J- Jacob Beiser, and um, uh, Ryan Crane that are all freshmen and sophomores. We're going to be very very good down the road up front, but we're not we're not great right now mm-hmm. the, co- the combination and, and I'll, 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 the combination of how hard our D-line and how hard our linebackers play together mm-hmm. the way they play together with the blitz schemes and the pressure schemes really helps us very good All right, thank you sir anything else for coach I'm good <clears throat> alright coach that'll do it for us we appreciate your time best of luck on Thursday night Guys, thank you all a bunch. Let us know if we can do anything to help you.